Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 247. And wait. Wait. Go. Wait, so get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dog. I'm a mold breaker. Straight plan, little boy. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a shot of wrestling episode two forty-seven. I'm your host at Mako J Party, joined as always, Marcus Schwan. Marcus, yeah, you stop, stop. How you seriously? Do, just, how you doing today? Stop being interested for me because, like, you suck at them. Like, I said three weeks. Four, this? I said three, four weeks ago. I'm not going to do intros for you. How about this? Just, just introduce yourself. Say, I'm Michael J. Putty, and I'm like, and I am the Hollywood assassin, your favorite actor, no. Mark Schwan. I told you three, four weeks ago. You don't get intros anymore. You're part of the show. You're not a guest. Let, Guests get let, intros. Let me Guests let me get big, speak myself. Thought let out me speak intros. myself. No, you're no. annoying. You're fucking annoying. Oh, I want an intro. I need a. I need a special intro, or I'm leaving the show. I need diva. Because I want green M and M's only. And my own intro. I gotta work on my Marshall. I gotta work on my Marshall one. It's horrible. I was gonna say that was an absolutely atrocious. It was close though. It was close. It was nowhere near me. It was it was close. Oh come on. Anyway, how you been, buddy? How you been? I mean, I'm doing fine. Another week down the books. I mean, that's that's not how I look at it. I mean, your life is miserable, so I can understand why you look at it that way, but you know, my my life is pretty positive. So why did you put the gun in my mouth for me? (laughs) Why did you just kick the chair into me? Okay. I've done that to people. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> Whether hanging from a pipe? <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't know. I don't know. Who told you? Yeah. <laughs> you one drunken night. You blacked out. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I want to start early drinking. Mm. We, should, we should day drink one day together. I'm down. You had me a drink. Are you getting vaccinated anytime soon? Can we hang out? Marcus Davenport Schwan. I have been on public record for the last several weeks. My frustration about this damn fucking vaccine. I have two letters from two different doctors telling me that I am eligible for this damn fucking vaccine. I've been trying, trying, trying. Turns out Walgreens, these pharmacies only do 65 and older. Only. Oh, that sucks. So fuck me. Right. And the website that does these uh, vaccination sites sucks ass. Hmm. Mentioned it last week. There's a college by close to me, and every time I go onto this website, it's saying there's appointments available. Click on them. It either says that there's no appointments available, or it gives me an option for a day or two. I click the day, no appointments available. What the fuck, bro? No, I know it's annoying. I tried setting up appointments for my parents until they finally got it themselves, but it's annoying. I get it. So today, I tried and tried and tried, same bullshit, until I saw. Finally, for the first time, I think in like a week and a half, the Javits Center opened up. Yeah. I clicked that. 235 appointments available. So, Hello. So today I secured myself an appointment, and it's not in April. It is not in May. It is March 18th next week. Oh, look at you. So I am very happy, Mark. That's exciting. Whenever I did get into a site, it would be either late April, early May. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. 
And, but this one was in what, eight days? Oh, well, eight days, not like seven days from now. So I'm like, okay. So uh, does, it, does this mean we can start doing the shows in person again eventually? I mean, are you vaccinated? No. Oh, is your wife? Yes. Does it mean your wife can do the show? It's not like I can. If anything, you're, you're, you're more likely to give it me the virus than anything. No, we're both equally <laughs> to give each other the virus. It's just that it would kill me. You would get a cold. If you're vaccinated, it's not going to do anything to you. Now. Yeah, now I can. Yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I had a rough week, Mark. You always do. What happened? It's been a long week. I had to go for a colonoscopy this week. Oh. You fully take advantage of the times that we can eat and drink until you can't eat and drink. Hmm. I have a several colonoscopies before. But for some reason, this time was very rough because I was so hungry. So hungry all day the previous day because you can't eat anything the previous day. Right. I was so hungry. Uh, it was torture. And then that next morning, I was so thirsty. I was like, oh, my God. Thankfully, everything is good. I'm good. There you go. Anybody like who's scared to have a colonoscopy, do it. Please. The last six months of last year taught me anything. Get tested. Go to the doctor. If they, do what they say because everything that happened with me in the last six months will happen to be by accident. Didn't they say like uh... – for men, it's when you hit 40, right? Or no? I think 40 to 50. 40 to 50, right? A friend of mine, I think two years ago, had to go for a very minor procedure. And he was, I could tell he was a little nervous. And he was nervous about being put under, as I was when the first time it happened to me. So I told him, bro, just relax. It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. It's the best sleep you'll ever have. And he came back to me the next day. After his procedure, and like, bro, you were right. It was the best sleep I've ever had. <laughs> it's fantastic. These procedures are fantastic. You're just laying on the table, talking to the guy, and next thing you know, you're waking up. Fantastic. I, dude, I, don't know. I was just recently put under because I had, I had the surgery not too That's long right. ago. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't yeah, it was fantastic? Just, I mean, for me, it's no. different because I never had surgery. I meant like surgery, surgery. It was just procedures. But I remember, like, I was completely cool. Like, you know, I was, I was bullshitting with the surgeon and yeah. the nurses, yada, yada. Uh, and the anesthesiologist, I uh, was just like bullshitting with everyone until finally like, they, they put me in a room, they're getting ready to put me under. I'm like, all right, whoa, this is, this is real now, huh? Yeah. Um, getting a little nervous here. Like, all right, count backwards. Go, what? They put the thing over my nose and next thing you know, I'm out. And then you're right. Next thing you know, I wake up yeah. and hear a bunch of nurses talking about me. And, how annoying you are? No, they were saying like, you know, how little my stomach was, yada, yada. They're talking about my abs. Ab? But. Abs. You're one big bloated ab. I have abs. You know, you can't you can't see an angle here, but I have abs. They put something over your face. Yeah, they put the thing. Yeah, the gas. My, my, yeah. Oh, cause I had the uh, IV. I had the drip infusion. He's just talking to me. Next thing you know, he said, "I just gave it to you." Next thing you know, I feel right tingly all over my face, and he goes, "Feels good, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, it feels good." Then next thing you know, I'm waking up. You know, I, I was I was nervous about going under because the first time I went I went under was years ago, like five six probably six years ago, uh, for a surgery, and um, they, they put me under, and then it took me a while for my legs. I was paralyzed from like the waist really? down pretty much the next day, and like wow. I couldn't feel my legs. I That's couldn't feel, I couldn't move or anything. Like it was for a while. Was it because of the anesthesia? Uh, because of the anesthesia, yeah. Wow. So it was it was pretty bad. So I was pretty nervous going into that because of like I didn't want to go with that feeling again. I was very nervous my first time because it, my first time going under was I think like two months after 
Joan Rivers passed away. Oh, wow. And she passed away because she was put under and she never woke up. Oh, dude. Well, she's much older, though. Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't her age. It was the guy who fucked up something. Oh, no. What if I never fucking wake up? Dude, I didn't know that, that she, that's how she died. Yeah, she was going on for like a procedure or something and she never woke up. That's fucking scary. Very scary. Tell me about it. And I had to go two months dude. to do the same thing. I'm like, oh, no. I, I, I think it was endoscopy. I forget this moment. It was endoscopy. I was going for endoscopy, too. I'm like, oh, no. Because <laughs> I'm a big boss, Mark. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't want to deal with this. Oh, man. Hopefully, I won't have to go under for a very long time because I, I, I want to forget this moment. Well, I'm, right going, I'm going next month for an endoscopy to check out oh, there you make go. sure the cancer is not coming back. So I could have a nice little nap in four weeks' time. All right. Well, don't think of Joan Rivers. Let's think of the news. We have some wrestling to get to, right? It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right, Putty. So, Peyton Royce cut one hell of a promo on Raw Talk. She was saying how she's tired of being overlooked and how she deserves a chance. Uh, she was pretty fired up. That was the most I probably ever heard her speaking yeah. on mic. I, I want to get to that, too, about the whole Raw Talk Smackdown like after these after shows. Like, these, these people, they, they're cutting some damn good promos. It's a damn shame no one's really seen them. Yeah, they're doing but, a great job. Like Cesaro did a great one like two weeks, three weeks ago. Cesaro, Big E a few weeks back, Bianca Blair, like Sasha Banks. Like, they're all killing it on there. But, you know, touch on Peyton Royce. She's been trending uh, on social media ever since this promo. Do you feel like Peyton Royce, do you think her talents are being wasted? Is she right? Does she deserve a chance? Yes. Everybody deserves a chance, first of all, Mark. Um, my, my wonder is this. I always watched Talking Smack back in the uh, Renee Young, Daniel Bryan days. I haven't watched too much of, the, of it being on the network. It seems like everyone cut, cuts loose, relaxes, and have some fun in these shows. Yeah. I don't see them letting loose to cut these unscripted promos. I'm assuming this is a scripted promo, right? I don't know, man. Like, you know, so Miz was on oral sessions with Renee Young or Renee, uh, I, I, I can't say her regular name. <laughs> no, you, but, you can I. Yeah, but he was on there. He, she asked him about that moment. It, it seemed like it came from a real place. It was not scripted at all. You know, so it, it leads me to believe that, you know, um, they're pretty open on there. And I, I do have to say this on, on – um, Talking smack, Paul Heyman's on there now too. So yeah. I, I can imagine his hands are on there. Like he's Great. he's helping these counts along. Uh, because those are the ones that you usually see that are trending. I, I don't usually see a raw uh, raw talk trending that much. But uh Payne Royce, man, I mean, she she turned some heads over there. So I don't necessarily know what this is gonna lead to. Is is this gonna lead to a chance uh for her to possibly face Asuka at WrestleMania if she's healthy? Because she's right. But, Once someone goes out, that opens a spot for somebody, and she is right. It's always the same old fucking people. And I think that's what resonated with a lot of the fans because, you know, anytime Charlotte Flair is in the, in the title picture, and honestly, how can you say she doesn't deserve it because she's that damn good? But people are, seem to be fed up with that. You know, yeah. they want to see new blood in there. And Peyton Royce, I mean, obviously they split up the Iconics because they, Vince McMahon saw something in her and she hasn't been doing That was a rumor, since. right? And she, was, she got put in right in another tag team. Right, with Lacey Evans, which made no sense. No, no, she's gone. So now she needs something to do. Why not give her a chance? That's why. I, that's why I don't understand. Like, why not give these people a chance? 
You know, I mean, Peyton Royce has got a great look. She really does. Obviously, she's got charisma. She could talk. Yeah, great in the mic. But her in-ring ability, is, is it necessarily, you know, WrestleMania, you know, title picture worthy? I don't know. We don't see that, that much. I, exactly. I mean, that that's the question mark. I'm not, I'm not knocking her, but I'm not praising her because I don't necessarily know. Yeah. It's been how long that Peyton Royce has been on the main roster, and that question still can't be answered. I thought like I said this a couple weeks ago. After WrestleMania, in between SummerSlam, is the off-season, quote-unquote the off-season. So why not give her an opportunity to main, not main event, but go for a title opportunity at one of these, like, vengeance or backlash, random shitty pay-per-views. That no oh, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call these pay-per-views now. Yeah, like, why not? I mean, before the show started, we talking about football. Look, look on the Tom Brady. He was on the bench doing nothing. Bledsoe got hurt, and look what happened. The rest is history. Well, here's the thing. That, well, now... We don't necessarily know for sure if Oscar's going to be one hundred percent by WrestleMania. So what happens then? You're gonna you're not going to have the woman, the Raw Women's Championship being defended on that show, possibly. So what do you do with that spot? Do you, do you have uh, like a woman's ladder match to be declared number one contender for the next show? Do you, do you have some sort of gauntlet match? Do you you have to have something. She's she is right in a sense. Someone's got to step up. Or in the good old days, dating myself of Jack Tunney. Maybe strip her of the belt, being that she can't defend it in 30-something days, and have or a that. Raw Women's Championship match on WrestleMania. That would be fantastic. Because they also, they also be kind fantastic. of alluded something to with Dana Brooke and Manny Rose, saying, oh, I should get it. And, sh- and Shawna Flair, yeah. And then she crashed that, yeah. So there are maybe leading to maybe some sort of multi-woman match at WrestleMania, if Oscar Which Chango. we haven't seen in a bit. No, so... Yeah, I mean, again, give Peyton Royce a chance, give Dana Brooke a chance, give Manny Rose a chance, and there's a lot of people who are not being used because you're using the same three, four people, women, in the main event picture. Which again, Mark, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face, we need a mid-card title for the women's division. We do. We definitely do. It's it's nonsensical that they don't have one. And I gotta say, I gotta add on top of this, I mean, I, I heard the, the interview with Lacey Evans. Uh, she was supposed to win. Yeah, I heard she that too. She was supposed to win the Raw Women's Championship. And, and, you know, she was gaining a lot of momentum. So this definitely, there's a lot of wrenches that were thrown into this plan with Asuka getting injured, Lacey Evans getting pregnant. Uh, it seems like it's very uncertain what's going to happen with, from what it looks like, a lot of matches going into WrestleMania, but the Raw Women's division specifically here. So it's going to be very interesting to see. They, they don't necessarily have a set plan. It's very obvious. Babies. Our gifts from God, blah, 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 blah. But imagine costing you the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, man. Mm. Well, Lacey Evans, so we'll get back to the picture again. There's no doubt about it. Well, she, she, seems, very, she seems very happy. I mean, it, it was, she was actually, she made some history there in the women's division backstage going to Vince McMahon. It's like, hey, you're not using me right now. I'm, I'm planning on having another baby here. Is this okay? Like, working out with them and Apparently, uh, listening to that interview with on the Bella's podcast, that's never been done before. So, I mean, that, that's pretty cool that Vince McMahon's working with her, and and uh, then this happened. Obviously, she didn't really expect to be thrown into the title picture at that point uh, when they when they were trying. But you know, I, I have a feeling Lacey Evans. I mean, she's. I mean, we we all see her. She's a phenomenal specimen. She's there's no doubt that she's going to come back. She's hungry for this. I, I'm sure she, she's ecstatic to be a mom again. But she still has goals here in this uh, in this company. But 
Moving on, Putty. So you touched on about WWE Network. It's officially moving to Peacock March 18th. This week, actually. So it looks like you won't be automatically registered to Peacock. It is only $4.99 a month for the premium service, which will include the pay-per-views. But besides being $5 cheaper, Putty, we didn't really get to talk about this. I think we took a week off when this was first announced. What are the other benefits to this move, to moving to Peacock, if any? So I'm paying $10 a month for the network, and I'm getting unlimited every pay-per-view, these great original programs, the documentaries, Stone Cold talk show. You know, there's so much on the network. It's so such an asset to wrestling fans. Now, we're going to lose a lot of that stuff going to Peacock right away. Right. So they did say that they, we're not going to have the normal network right off the bat. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. And even, and even like the when you fast forward now, you, yeah, you, you see yeah. like what, yeah, you see what matches are going to be up. We're losing that. What sucks for me because uh, Mark the Mess Singer is back. So I got to pick which I want to watch on Wednesday nights. So this week, for I, now. This week I taped AW. Team Man Christian, because I watched NXT on the network because it's easier. Right. And I could always just jump to the matches. I heard I'm losing that. I'm like, oh, it sucks. Cause that was, I, I love that part of it. Another thing, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pay the extra $5 for that. <laughs> and another thing we're going to lose on the Peacock network is uh, another friend of mine is going to be really upset about this. Because when we watch the pay per views live, sometimes it lags, freezes, or gets very pixelated because it's so heavily yeah. trafficked. What he'll do is he'll go in like an hour or two later and watch from the beginning. Mm, okay. That, there's no option for that in the network, uh, the Peacock anymore. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So that, we're losing that. But for a TV fan like myself, someone who has no life, who loves watching TV, this is a huge plus for me anyway. So I have the Peacock network. I don't pay for it now because well, I'm going to pay for the Peacock. But now, I'm paying $5 a month. I get the entire WWE Network, plus all the other pl- assets for the Peacock. All these shows, they're locked. All these live streaming channels they have on Peacock. So you're getting a lot more for a lot less. Is this them admitting pretty much that the WWE Network was a fail? Absolutely not. Like, no, I'm talking about financially. I don't think it was. Because, I mean, I mean, obviously... You know they were able to sell it for yeah, so. quite a bit of change here, but you I'll know just... I mean, there, there, there's been rumors about you know eventually down the road, but like before this whole pandemic, about Vince McMahon possibly selling WWE. Yeah, uh, that's been going for here, years now. Yeah, it's been going on for years, and here we are. I mean, like you know, he pretty much sold the whole library to to Peacock. You know, one has to think as well. I mean, this is going to possibly lead to a future deal down the road. You know, is is, Pe- is Peacock the first bidder here for like, hey, Vince, you're selling the company. I want in. I still just don't see him selling the company. I just, I, you don't. I just don't see him selling it. It's his baby. This man loves work. He doesn't want to take off. He's going to work till he dies. And I just don't see him. And NBC, they have the money, obviously. They have the money. You know, there's going to be a number that Vince McMahon can't say no to. Yeah, everyone has a price. Or at least, or, or, or at least his estate. You know, because I, I agree with you. Vince McMahon is going to run this company until the day he dies. Right, yeah, but you absolutely. know, before that day comes, he's gonna—he's a smart man. He's gonna realize, oh my God, I, I'm not God. I am going to die. Fuck, I was wrong. Uh, do I really want to give this company to Stephanie and Triple H? Will they do a good job? What's Peacock offering? What's NBC offering? They're gonna offer me billions. I still don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. 
But there's also rumors that when Vince dies, Stephanie Triple H won't take over. It's going to be somebody else. Who? I've got, done? I've got the name of it. No, it was some no-name guy I never heard of before. Like, run the company. Uh, he, and Stephanie he won't be in your name anymore. Yeah. I mean, Stephanie <laughs> Triple H will still be a big part of it, obviously. But they won't be like the CEO or chairman of the board or anything. I just don't see him selling the E at all. I hope he doesn't. Uh, I know Disney talks, man. Money talks. Listen, Vince McMahon sold his soul to Saudi Arabia. Let's be real. There, there, there is no, there is no price that is going to be too low for Vince McMahon here. Is it for yeah, would, would you pass up billions of dollars to do two shows in Saudi Arabia a year to help them promote their right? Like, re- but so, but imagine, imagine like what NBC could possibly offer for his whole company to give away his baby. No, I don't see that happening. Give away his baby when he's on his deathbed. Yeah, what's the money for? He's dying. Give it to his kids. The... Give it to his kids and grandkids. He has enough money for that. He has enough, he has enough money for that. He doesn't, he doesn't like need money. He's a fucking billionaire. Uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens here with that. But well, yes, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it. Getting a lot more for a lot less because you have all these other shows, documentaries you can watch. And so I'm, and eventually we're going to catch up and get all the stuff on the network that we get now. So I'm eventually. I hate that word. Eventually. My, I had to uh, get something fixed here in my apartment. I asked my super to come up here, and he's like, "Oh, this could eventually fix itself." I said, "What? The, what the fuck does that mean? Eventually?" And he's like, "Oh, I, I can fix it now, or it's going to take some time. Fix it now." Took a little less than five. Well, yeah, when it comes to fixing stuff, yeah, uh, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, eventually, I hate that word. So when you say eventually that we're going to get the full network, that could mean anything. Literally, it could mean anything. But it means hey, in a couple listen, months we'll get the full network. Listen, I'm fine with it. My wife already has Peacock, so pay for it. I pay for it. Yeah. Really? So it, okay, it, then she's ahead of the game. Yeah, so she's ahead of the game. Well, she has her because uh, the Premier League. That's why. Ah, uh, yeah, true. But also, since we stopped doing like the wrestling rewind we used to do last season, like I don't watch old paper, like old WCW pay per views, old ECW pay per views. So like the fact that I we don't, don't get that right away, I'm okay with that. I, I don't. I don't either. But I know a lot of people who do. I mean, Carson, uh, Carson Eoff, he he watches a lot of this stuff. I know a lot of people were catching up on the old Raws, watching it every week. I, dude, honestly, I wish I had that time. I, I don't yeah. have the time to to catch up on all that old pay per view stuff. Like, seriously, man, kudos to them. But it seems like a lot of people do do that, and they're going to be missing out. So we'll see what happens during one of uh, our uh, during one of our viewing parties we used to do a couple. I think two years ago. Uh, Prince Havoc, good friend of the show. Me and him were talking. He's a young kid. He's like, it's still a teenager, basically. And he was telling me he's watching the network. He's going through the Attitude Era. So he's watching the Raws. He's watching the Smack- SmackDowns and the pay-per-views. I'm like, imagine reliving the Attitude Era again with blind eyes. I so something like that. that might miss out because you won't be able to get that right away. But eventually, or in due time, you'll get it. <laughs> in due time. <laughs> Moving on here. The WWE Hall of Fame will be happening this year. Just a little bit different than what we're used to. The ceremony will take place on Tuesday, April 6th, but it will also include the class of 2020. So we're going to get two classes in one year. Oh, Molly Holly. She was the first inductee announced for 2021. Congrats to her. Now, going back to the Hall of Fame here, is it a mistake combining... Two years into one? What are your thoughts? I've been very vocal about my thoughts on the Hall of Fame, how they're rushing it. Oh, dude, when I heard this, I thought of you right away. So I, I, I want to hear you, what you got to say. And I'm going <laughs> to basically repeat myself from 12 months ago. Since the show started five years ago, I've always been saying that their Hall of Fame needs to 
cut down the class a little bit because eventually you're going to run out of big names. So combining the two classes, last year's class made no sense. We have Batista, NWO. Who's the third person? The Bella Twins, I think it was. Like the Bella Twins in there, yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I think you disagree with me, but I think Batista and NWO could headline a class themselves. They have two, you have two headliners in one class? Eventually, eventually you're going to run out of headliners. They never finished the 2020 Hall of Fame class, right? They didn't really full it out. So here we are. They did. No? I thought they did. Here we are a couple weeks away from WrestleMania. So we have one inductee, Molly Holly. Not a, not a headliner name, but well-deserving. So we have one or two more names added in. That's going to be, I think, like a six-person class? Seven? I'm okay with that. Now you probably as long as they don't throw another though. as long as they don't throw another headline or a big huge name, right? I'm okay with that. Will they do that? I mean, that's a good point. You know, I, I didn't necessarily think of. You know, you have Batista who's headlining 2020 uh, along with the NWO in there. You know, like how I would feel bad for whoever who they decide to make headliner for 2021 because you're you're essentially like being a co-headliners. Yeah, you're the B side of a, an album. And then on top of that, they have to be careful with how many people they're going to induct overall. It is only going to be one night for two years. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're talking about the interest speeches and you're talking about the, the acceptance speeches. You know, those are all going to be cut down for time. This is a TV production. Yeah. So, you know, I would feel bad for anyone that's being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Although this year, years. this year, it's going to be a little different, obviously. They always try to cut down Hall of Fame acceptance speeches. Oh, they've been doing that for years. Yeah. Two years ago, they did a good job with it back when it was here in New York, the last live one, I believe it was. But now it's going to be all pre-taped, I believe. It's not going to be live. It's going to be streamed online, which I kind of feel bad about the inductees because they missed the, the pomp, the circumstance, getting dressed up, going backstage, getting your ring, taking pictures, catching up with old friends and colleagues. Right. So they're going to miss right. that experience of being inducted into the Hall of Fame. But now they, the people, WWE can edit it out and cut it down to whoever they want or peacock can whoever's going to be running this show that's true i mean that's that is a good point again on peacock yeah, it, it does take away a lot of like it does take away more so i think i was on a tuesday from from like the wrestlers yeah. and, the, and the inductees and i think it takes away from from everyone in the wrestling world uh i don't necessarily know how much like the fans will care or notice about that some but, will, because I'm a big fan of the hall of so, some will but i think it's a bigger blow to the people that are being inducted personally Plus, um, you watch the Hall of Fame live on the network back in the day. It might be like three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then a couple of days later, it's on USA, and it's cut down to an hour with commercials. Right. Right. So now so it's WWE has complete control. I hope they don't butcher it. Hope it doesn't, they won't. Hope it doesn't talk for 10 minutes and they cut down to a three-minute speech. I mean, that will most likely happen. But That's WWE... WWE, I have to say, does a great job as far as production value with editing and all that. But just give us an, so, like, an unedited, it maybe throw on the network eventually, or Peacock, whatever the fuck's going to be called, an unedited version. I would watch that. I'm sure a lot of people would. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would. It does cheapen the whole thing. Though. Does. I, guess, I just feel bad. I, I don't. The one thing I disagree with you on is the fact, and I've always disagreed with you on, is the fact that eventually they're going to run out of people to put in the Hall of Fame. I think there's so games? many people. I think there's so many people in wrestling that they'll be able, they'll, they'll be fine with that. You know, we shall see. And I, I don't know. I mean, they're losing. They're losing people out when they when they go into AEW. I, I don't think Christian's yeah. going to go to Hall of Fame anytime soon. <laughs> You're missing Chris Jericho, Big, Big show. show. And but I agree with you. 
maybe you'd catch up if you just induct the Undertaker by himself. That was a great idea. I think you read somewhere online. I think that I think that that would have to happen. If you're going to do that for anyone, it's got to be Taker. It's got to be Taker. Taker and Vince McMahon, but he won't he won't let it, that happen. You, what do you mean for Vince McMahon for to retire him? So no, he won't do that. No, he won't. So no. unfortunately, I don't I'll, even. I'll I, I don't even. I, I don't even think he wants to be in Hall of Fame. No, he doesn't, because that's how he is. Right. But uh, I would love to hear that speech. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. Who ducks him? His kids. Mm, that makes sense. That makes the most sense. Yeah, they I'm sure they, like a lot of people are going to be lining up. Like Stone Cold, Undertaker, yeah. Shawn Michaels, Triple H. I think they'd all be lining up. But yeah, come at the end of the day, Stephanie McMahon, Shane McMahon. Yeah, yeah. I see Stone Cold doing it if they don't want to, because I think Vince inducted Stone Cold, right? And they are so connected that would make more sense. That would definitely makes sense. But yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, Vince McMahon's helped so many people. Even Hulk Hogan would probably, in yeah. a way, would want to. Man, I can't wait for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, buddy, that's all I have for the news. Do you have anything else to add to that? Quickly, you know, everybody here, I should have wrestling myself, Mark, Green Man, everybody involved, send our thoughts and prayers to uh, Becky Lynch, lost her follow this week. It's pretty sad. That's right. That's right. Very sad to hear about that. And he never got a chance to meet his granddaughter. That so sucks. That really sucks. That's sad to hear. Yeah, so open uh, you know, best, our thoughts and prayers. Our condolences. Well said, buddy. Well said. Well, I don't necessarily know how to easily transition from that, but I do have another episode of Hollywood's Corner coming out this Tuesday. I sat down with the governor, A.J. Pan, or as he likes to call himself now, your guiding light. Absolutely. Uh, Praise be. Okay, so you're drinking the Kool-Aid. That's nice. He's not going to recruit you based on what he said. So he talked to me about like, what, you know, what, 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 what? He talked to me about, you know, what he looks for in recruits. He talks to me exactly what he defined the old question of you know, what does it mean when a person says, you know, having that X factor. And he talked about Brandy Lauren. So here's what he had to say about her. People talk a lot about that X factor, but no one can necessarily describe in the words what that means. I mean, it, it's not necessarily a carte blanche. It means the same for everyone. I, I think it means a little something for everyone different. What does that X factor mean for you? Like, is it more of like you see it and you know it, or is it something specifically you're looking for? Something you just see. Once you see somebody and there's just something must, something clicks. Like there's been a few people I've seen the minute I saw them. That's a star right there. They may not be at the moment, but they're like, there's star potential. Like Brandy Lauren, the first time I saw her about three or four years ago, First, immediately said this girl is potential. She has, she has it. Can't describe it, but there's something of her aura, her presence, the way she owns a room. And now she signed to NXT. So, And there you have it. And, you know, I, we get into more about this in the interview. I, I do agree with him about Brandy Lawrence. Definitely was a phenomenal talent, obviously, in NXT. But, yeah. you know, we talk more about, you know, the status of PCA, about, you know, what he's looking to do as your guiding light. And even the future for BCW, what he's hoping to do with the relaunch of BCW. So Can't wait. some exciting things in there. And should air this Tuesday on Shot of Wrestling's YouTube page. Using a lot of air quotes, but PCA members are hugely successful. Touch Steels is an impact knockouts champion. Listen, if you, if you, on AW if you listen to the interview, and I, I wish actually we knew about Azrael during that interview, because I would have talked a lot more about that. But, and kudos to him, we definitely sing his praises. But if you listen to the interview, I actually do pay AJ Pan some respect there. So, wow, really? The hell for his offer? I, I, I paid him some respect. I, we both agree we don't see eye to eye on things, but 
There is a mutual respect there at the very least. We just we just don't like each other. That's it. I don't blame him. Can't blame me either. Shout out no A on YouTube Tuesdays, nine AM, right? Nine AM, that's when it launches, and then it's up for your viewing pleasure. Vicious Vicky is the last one still available, so definitely check out all your previous Hollywood Corner interviews. Mark, you ready to get into the TV takedown this week? Let's do it up, bro. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Mark Schwann, time to talk about some TV. Let's start with the big pay-per-view last weekend that came in like a sparkler, Revolution. (laughs) Your takedown. Well, buddy, it was an interesting show overall. Now, Christian, I think you called it, right? Didn't you say it was going to be Christian? One of the names I picked, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, no, it definitely made sense. I don't necessarily know if it was like a, a, a letdown or whatnot. I also said last it, week, it any it. name's going to be a letdown. Someone's always going to be let down the way they hyped it up. But it works. He did a great job in TNA, and I'm hoping they do the same thing here in Impact. Um, I, I like the, the brought back that music. I, I like the fact they bring him as Christian Cage. Well, you have you to know, that, that works. But that's not my takedown because, you know, I think we kind of saw the right so well, he's going to be Christian. But, you know, believe it or not, I'm going to go with Kenny Omega and John Mox. I'm going to go with the match itself. The match. Okay. Because it was a damn good match. Kudos to both men. I've never seen a match like that before. I, I've seen the highlights before the past history of like, you know, Terry Funk and Mick Foley, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, th- this was, it was a cool thing to see. It, it told the story very well. It was, it was gruesome. It was disgusting. At one point, I cringed, you know, watching it. You know, kudos to both men. They did a fantastic job telling that story. But you know, of course, it all got it all got shit on with with the very very finish at the end there with like the lackluster ring exploding or the botch, I should say. So embarrassing. <laughs> you know, I got, kudos to Eddie Kingston by the way for saving it uh, on on Dynamite. He 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 cut a promo, you know, talking about you know he's um. By his history, his past with anxiety, yada yada. Yeah, it's it's it helps save it actually because he was the only one. He was he was selling nothing pretty much at the end of the show, so he was actually able to to save it. I don't necessarily know that that was Eddie Kingston or someone wrote that, uh, but very good job with that. You know, but I have to ask, you know, that 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 ring explosion botch is it enough to judge the whole match based off that? Because I thought those two guys did a great job in there. In, the, in in that the match itself, I want to say no, but you know, yes, it is. People only care about the payoff, and if it was a regular match, no. But you're, you're hyping up this big explosion, and you get sparklers. Yeah, people are going to fucking shit on it and ruin this. Throw out the baby with the bathwater, basically. You know, I I gotta say, I feel like we're going to TV transition TV real fast with dynamite. I, I feel like they did a pretty good job, though, as far as just, like going with it. Because I feel like WWE, they would completely ignore it. And be like, oh, yeah, it was, it was a hell of an explosion, yada, yada. It, it I don't think on. so. I think they would have done the same thing. They would have came up with an excuse. And I, you gave him props to Eddie Kingston. You know, when, give... when Roman Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania last year, they said shit. They, they acted like the Braun Strowman was supposed to be in there the whole time. <laughs> like, it was yeah, that's different. In a room. It's they, not if, different. If they're hyping up like a big explosion payoff for a match and it's a dud 
they're going to have to answer it and have to come up with something. Oh, well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like AEW I, on Dynamite, they did a good job as far as covering that up uh, by going along with it, making it part of like a story. And, and that's not, it's not know, even AEW. I, yeah, you had props to uh, Dean Ambrose, um, John Moxley. John Moxley. He cut the promo at the end. Eddie Kingston. Ken Omega as well. Because he cut the promo at the end of the end of the match. Yeah. So was that his idea to blame him? No, that, that oh, dude, Moxley definitely was he came up with that on the spot. Was it fed to him? Or oh, maybe, maybe because there were uh, there were people in the ring there with him. Because that was a huge embarrassment, huge botch. Yeah, apparently Omega flipped the shit back. I don't blame him. I would too, because apparently during rehearsals there was a big explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So big props to them um, for realizing they fucked up and making the most of a shitty situation and turning into a storyline. I thought it was brilliant. I thought, yeah, that was well done. I mean, they, they did a good enough job, I feel like, to save it. You know, you know but I, I, I feel bad for these guys because these two guys literally put their bodies on the line there. I mean, say what you will about the explosion or the lack thereof, but, you know, everything else from, from start to a- the actual finish of the match was gruesome. It was absolutely gruesome. And, and you want to talk about payoff. There was still a payoff. You know, Omega... Omega didn't necessarily win clean. He won the, big, the biggest heel wave uh, possible, having the Good Brothers come in there and beat the shit out of Moxley. Now keep that going. It's not only a comparison, but the closest thing I can think of is people remember and love to talk about Mick Foley falling off the Hell in a Cell cage. Yeah. But they don't often talk about the match itself. Because the match itself wasn't much of a match because Foley got fucked up right in the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, but they still had a match. They still had a decent. Right. It wasn't a shitty match. It was still a decent match. McFoley was, it was still amazing. a decent match. But people don't remember the match itself. They remember the spot. So this match spot. could have been great, but people are always going to remember the fucking sparkles and puff of smoke and a huge letdown. Yeah. No, sadly, you're right. I just, I just feel bad for for everyone that was involved. And dude, again, unsung hero in that, I have to say, Eddie Kingston, like that. I thought it was so cool to see him come out there, like after the the big rivalry that him and Moxley have. Like, but we know the history, we know the story about them being best friends and, yeah, and all totally. that, and then coming in there saving him from from the explosion or trying to save him, and to see them back on the same page again it, It's telling a cool story. I have to say, and I, I keep stressing that uh, because I, I think especially W uh, AEW haters are like poking fun at this the whole time. They're using this. Man, just 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 let it be. All right, they fucked up. WWE yeah. has fucked up numerous times. Listen, on Friday Night SmackDown, I saw somebody dro- miss dropkick by a mile, and they still sold it. They, there's just a lot of things that happen in WWE. They, there's botches all over the place. It happens. Anything that listen, anyone and that's a performer that's ever performed live can always tell you this. Anything, and everything can go wrong during a live show. I feel like there's a different from missing a move than hyping up a big explosion. It- Listen, I get it. I get it. Apparently, I was following along on Twitter, and people were like, you know, this is the greatest pay-per-view of all time. This pay-per-view sucks. Uh, Right? This is better than anything WWE produced. This pay-per-view is boring. Like, it's just so many. It's so many different views. But, again, like, you know, I I They're saying it started out hot, dipped in the beginning, in the middle, middle sucked, and it picked up at the end. And I was surprised when Christian Cage came out. What was it? 10, 10, 30, 10, 20? Yeah, of course they're going to milk that out, though. Yeah, you know, no, no, but there, there's still two matches left. Yeah, what time? This, I forgot what time this pay per view even ended. It's like, oh, ended pretty late. They're they're not good at time management. 
no, that that's what it makes me think of like an indie show. Yeah. Like, I want to go to bed. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about the rest of this. I want to go to sleep. Funny, that's you on a normal day. Like right now. <laughs> All right, then let's get to your takedown for Revolution. I'm going to go with Adam Page, Matt Hardy. Okay. This match had a good build, good story going into it. I was in on it. I was looking forward to it. And it, it must say, it didn't disappoint. It had a pretty clever ending with uh, Page now embracing the Dark Order. Now, do they become allies now? Seems that way. Does he become the new leader of the Dark Order? See, that's what I was going to wonder there. It's, it's, there's no clear leader anymore. No. Uh, no, there should be. No, there should be. You're right. But, like, in any faction, there is always a leader to some degree. And Hangman Page is the biggest name of that group. Yeah. And, and, that's why I kind of feel like it's a mistake because I think it's kind of almost like a mistake to keep the dark water, keep to have them keep going at this point. You know, it, it's, and I was against this, but apparently they're listening to you here. They're going to turn them face. They are. Oh, clearly. How, how can you turn them heel at this point? You can't. And in a, or, in an organization that's fully saturated, especially after this past Wednesday, two new factions formed with factions. Mm-hmm. Now we got a face faction. Well, I don't know. The inner circle might be turning face. We don't know that. Eventually, yeah. The, the fans were booing the hell out of MJF's group or whatever you want to call them. You know, uh, they have a name. They have a name. What's they have the name? A, they have a name. Oh man, uh, Pinnacle. Pinnacle. Okay. Yeah, it's Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. Going back to real quickly, people. I'm talking about Twitter. I was following along with Twitter. People are completely shitting on the ending. Brings me back to was it TLC in December? When people were shitting on Randy Orton burning the Fiend alive, <laughs> dude, I was clearly, actually thinking that too. Clearly, I was thinking that clearly that was a mannequin. That wasn't really Bray Wyatt. Yeah, first of all, no shit. I said that on the show a couple months ago, and going back, it brought me right back last Sunday. I'm sorry. Did you actually want John Moxley to blow up? Did you want them to <laughs> want... be incinerated? That match to blow up? Like what? How sick are you? I want his guts. I want his blood to be pouring all over the front row. That's I want, what I want to see. I want a tsunami of their blood. And then I want a close-up of Renee Young's face. Yes. <laughs> Might get that. That ending sucked ass. Big, huge letdown. But what did you fucking want? Oh, man. They won it all. They won it all. <laughs> I Listen, man. I, I admit, it was comical. Especially, I saw there's someone... So I, I love Twitter sometimes. Yeah. Someone put a video up of Eddie Kingston coming out to save Moxley to the Titanic music. I love when they do that. <laughs> and then you see the sparklers go off. It's one of my favorite things they do. The Titanic music goes with anything. <laughs> big sports moments, big uh, news moments. It just fits with everything. Oh, my God. I, I was dying when Who, I saw that. Whoever bro. runs that page is a fucking genius. Perfect. It was perfect. But... Um, yeah, I mean, interesting, interesting thoughts about Hangman Page going back to you, going back to your thing. They, they, they are kind of making him sound like he, that he's going to be the de facto leader or, or just leading up to it. I think it's too soon, personally, for that. I, I, I personally have my own theory that they maybe shouldn't even have the Dark Order be a thing anymore. Like, kind of dissolve the group because again, that's that's Brody Lee. You know, when, when Brody Lee died, I feel like the Dark Order died in a way. Like I was following along with Twitter, and someone actually made a good point, something I wasn't even aware of how watching Revolution, they had to give props to WWE. 
Because now in AEW, you have the potential for a tag team match. Cage and Cage versus Page and Page. So, yeah, I mean, WWE does have a thing of dropping last names or first names, going on one-name basis. But now here, in the case, you have two Cages and two Pages. I'm like, eh, that makes sense. That makes sense. It kind of does. Yeah. kind of does. So I'll give props make to them, man. Make them unique. Overall, I've been hearing a lot more negative than positive on the pay-per-view. What, what would you give it? Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't call it the best pay-per-view ever. I mean, I, I feel like the, the ladder match, the brass ring thing was a little too hokey for me. It was cool seeing Ethan Page actually come in yeah. there. I, I did not – looking back on it, I'm kicking myself in the ass for not predicting it was going to be him to yeah. be in there. Good fit for AEW. But yeah. I feel like the ladder match itself, like, I don't know. It just – That sonic spotty. ring, that brass ring, and like it just too hokey, yeah. It was too spotty, that match, I feel like, for me. I mean, a, lot of, a lot of ladder matches are, to their credit, but the, the whole brass ring was such... Another thing, yeah. another compliment I heard on Twitter was there was a lot of digs to WWE. Like, enough, I get it. I'm like, okay. I wasn't paying attention to that, but okay. I feel like the, the cinematic match was better than I thought it was going to be. Good. Great right. way to use Sting, but not... I mean, you feel bad for the people who paid money to see Sting. Again, though, like, well, maybe, well maybe like one or two too many like spots in that match per se. Uh, like, I feel like in that type of match, you kind of want to see something like, you know, Undertaker versus AJ Styles where it's like a fight. Yeah, you know, right. like, although I have to say, Brian Cage, you know, lifting up Darby Allen in a suplex position and carrying him up the stairs is pretty fucking incredible. I'm not going to lie. Brian Cage, man, he's a machine. Absolute machine, absolute beast. But Sting looked great. Sting looked great in there. It was, it was a cool match overall. Uh, woman, woman crushed it. Uh, Britt Baker in the beginning, the opening with uh, Thunder Rosa in the tag team match. Uh, those are those are really ones that stood out the most for me. I'm not a Young Bucks guy, so I, I could... yeah, yeah, my. So let's move on to the TV. Yeah, I thought it was a good week of TV this week, and not again two weeks in a row. Mark, what do you have for me? All right, so listen, man, I I gotta go with a blockbuster announcement. The impact did not see this coming. So you're gonna have Moose. Versus Richard Swan to combine the championships here, but the winner, the winner, you said Richard, goes on you said to Richard re- Swan. Like, so formal, Rich Swan. <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Going into Rich Swan. Excuse me. The winner though goes on to Rebellion to face Kenny Omega. Title v, title versus title. That's a game changer. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. going to happen there with that, buddy? How do you feel? I have mixed reactions here. Okay, lay it on me, bro. Huge Moose fan. You know, it's part of my faction we created a couple months ago. You don't see it, but I do. I'm a big Moose fan. Clearly, he's not going to win this match. You can't have Moose drop out to Kenny Omega. That would kill any momentum he has. But him losing the title, losing this title to Rich Swan also might hurt him as well. So I feel like this is nothing but bad news for Moose. Rich Swan losing, dropping out to Kenny Omega doesn't hurt Kenny, uh, Rich Swan. Rich Swan's awesome. I don't see I don't see anybody in Impact holding an AEW World Championship. No, kind of also don't see anybody in AEW holding an Impact Championship either. But, but okay, so I'm reading all the plans here. They're they're saying that it's not going to be like a 60 minute time limit. It's not going to be a double count out. It's not going to be any of those things. There is going to be a winner. They just don't necessarily know how that's going to play out yet. Yeah, but I also read that Tony Khan does not want him to lose a title to Impact. But also read Impact does not want their champion to be on their shows once or twice every couple months, like a Brock Lesnar right. fight. Right. 
Sounds like a lose-lose situation here. They're, listen, these matches advertise something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen, which makes me – I'm going to buy it. I'm going to watch it. I just when, don't, when is Rebellion? April 24th. So there's still some time. Omega could realistically still lose AEW Championship before that happens. Yeah, but then it would still be whoever's AEW Champion versus Rich Swan. Or would it still be a Ken Omega versus Rich Swan? No, it's going to be title versus title. But they also they also have the seeds going on between Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. So that's why I don't think Kenny Omega is going to drop the title anytime soon. Oh man, this is, this is things are heating up here, man. It's getting very very interesting. Biggest loser, Moose. Second biggest loser, Impact. I just don't see how this is going to play out. It, is it the biggest loser though? Because eyes are going to be drawn here to this because this is a this is a historic. Yeah, but Moose is, here. We, we haven't seen we haven't seen anything like this since like the, since the territories really. Yeah, but Moose finally has a title opportunity fuck, here. Fuck, can we say okay i know you're a fanboy of moose we all get it you love moose fuck moose for a second this no. this is bigger than moose this is bigger than moose no because then they're leading up to him being a main event player only to have him being pushed aside to this rich swan can you make it listen we, we we have seen many superstars recover from worse look at oscar for god's sake like I, i'm just saying look at the bigger Besides, picture i feel like he's gonna kill the momentum okay you want to cry me a river more about moose yeah i do but you're being a fucking asshole about it so move on we're having a big marquee moment here of AEW versus uh, two promotions going against each other, champion versus champion here. Someone's going to walk away with both belts. When was the last time you saw that? Um, and you can't tell me WWE, WCW, because that doesn't count because WWE already bought out WCW at that point. So move on. Seth Rollins, John Cena, United States for the WWE Championship? That, that doesn't count. That's, that's, that totally that's counts. the same promotion. <laughs> what are you talking about? Same promotion. Same promotion. Again, I don't see who's going to win here. I don't see... Impact the winning over AW because AW seems to be the more popular brand here. But then I also don't see Impact's champion showing up on the show every two months. I think, honestly, both promotions are going to win out of this. I think, especially Impact, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be watching that show. It's going to definitely grab audiences from AW to check this out. Yeah, but who's going to watch and Impact if Kenny Omega only appears every two months? Who's they need a champion every only, fucking day. Who, who, who said he was only going to appear every two months? The only reason Impact. he had that deal. I read deal, it today. I read it today. The the only, no, they're, they're, okay, they're worried because of the fact that he had to deal with um, with AAA, which is in a different country. Yeah, it's different. It's a different country. They, they, yeah, they can, different country. So they, they, they can, they can, he can uh, fulfill those dates. So obviously it's going to be different here because they're, what, only a couple states away? And Impact's pre-taped. They do a month at a time. but Exactly. So, I still don't see it happening. I don't, see, I don't see Kenny Omega it, being impact every, every week. We'll see what happens. Who's to say he's going to be champion for that long for if he does get the belt? Who knows? More questions than answers. There we go. Putty, your takedown. This is not a repeat, folks. This is a brand new episode, episode 247. But on my takedown is the entire program, again, of NXT. It felt like another. It feels like a takeover. You had three championship matches on the card. It was a great episode beginning to end. One of the best shows of the week. Both storyline, content, and in-ring. No other, no other show compared to the in-ring quality of NXT this week. Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. Great match. Great match. Great match. It, I mean, Tony Storm is fucking amazing. I love Tony Storm. And Io Shirai just shows why she's a champion. One of the best in the business right now. The Women's Tag Team Championships we talked about last week. Another good match. Just as I think it might, might have even been better than their takeover match was for the Dusty Cup Classic. Don't agree with them losing. Don't agree. I don't understand the booking here. I know it was rushed. I yeah, don't, I don't understand it, but okay, whatever. And then Adam Cole versus Finn Balor, man. What a fantastic match that was. Again, we talk about it all the time how NXT's in-ring product is far superior than AEW's. Again, why I don't, that's why I don't understand why the ratings are so 
opposite. But this match, these matches alone were just mind blowing. NXT this week just blew anybody out of the water. Yeah, buddy, I I have to agree. I mean, there there was a lot of great moments, there were great matches. Um, do you feel like though, like NXT is kind of gassing themselves out because they're continuously putting out, as as they would say, putting all these matches out for free, not necessarily for a takeover moment. Like I feel like are they are they rushing things along? Are people Game move up the main roster sooner than we thought that they're not saving some of these things for a takeover. So. No, because you like well, what's what's going on here. You want a wrestling show that's amazing week day in uh, week in and week out, and that's what NXT is giving you. I don't feel like it's being rushed. I don't feel like they're they're uh, reacting to ratings with AEW. I feel like they're giving quality in ring product week in and week out. I mean, I it's obviously something that's not translating to the ratings there. And I, 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 I do happen to agree with you. I mean, they're, they're doing a great job with their product, but you know, it's something's not working. I, I don't necessarily know what what are the what are the numbers for their takeovers? Are, are the numbers good for that? I don't have that in front of me. Well, they are moving to Tuesday nights. Rumor has it, so we shall see what happens when that goes on. And I but, heard uh, I read this week it's not such a reaction to AEW. It's also a big factor of NHL because NHL is. Yeah, and NHL had that, that monster contract with ESPN. And even NSP, uh, I know what their current contract with NBC is because they might be airing their Wednesday night games on USA. Right. So this does your so, reaction react to that, not so much AW, which makes more sense. If that's what we don't believe in the news. I mean, like, I, I do. I I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe that. I, I think part of it may have to do with AW. I'm sure NHL is playing a factor in there as well. But listen. I, I think NXT could definitely benefit from a night, uh, a night change, you know, because um, especially if they move to Tuesday or Thursday, you know, I, I, I tell you one thing, if impact starts beating them out, then they're in trouble. They're not going to. Yeah. Cause not many people have access. Uh, was it access TV? Yeah, exactly. Not many people have access to access TV. Two honorable mentions, great matches. Uh, Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Much like last week. Great match. These two, like, you, you hit the nail on the head last week. Great chemistry together. And Chris Bay, Ace Austin. What a match that was. Nominal match, man. Like, those two guys, just, they are the future of that company. Like, if any company is thinking about plucking those two away, Impact better fucking sign them for yeah. the long-term deal. All right, Mark, enough of that. Let's get in some go-home thoughts. What do you got for me this week? Dude, to finish WandaVision. Thoughts? Oh, I was doing everything I can to hold back tears in the last episode. Okay. What did you think? I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was really good. But a coworker of mine is, has his finger on the pulse of all this shit going on. Like, he's message board, like, he, the king of the nerds. And he was telling me, you know, I'm hearing there's going to be a tie-in with Doctor Strange. There's yeah. A big, there's a big cameo coming. And, of course, nothing happened. So I asked him, like, were you disappointed? He's like, oh, no, I didn't believe any of that stuff. Yeah, okay. No, but in the last, in the very, very last scene, though, Again, spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but that didn't tie into anything. It did tie into stuff. Like, it, it, it did. She was kind of doing the same thing that Doctor Strange was doing in, uh, in his movie. So it, it does kind of, like, allude to that. Yeah, but we knew but, she was uh, coming. There was probably a Doctor Strange appearance or a cameo. There was no cameos, no, no allude to Doctor Strange at all, except, I guess, that last couple seconds. But it was good. I mean, overall, I mean, forgetting all that nerd stuff aside, comic book storyline aside, Bondivision as a whole, well done. Wrapped it up very nicely. Nice little bow. Great, great job. Definitely a tearjerker. I, I thought Marvel. I, I'm actually looking forward now to the next one with um, Falcon uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, 
because of the fact like you know watching the movies you know the, the whole focus was like on the main guys like iron man captain america thor like all these people uh but you know like scarlet witch vision they didn't necessarily get their shine so much this allowed us to actually care more about the characters like now i'm all in for for wanda like i, I yeah. want to know more about i want to follow her and i and i i think it's the same is going to be with uh these other marvel shows coming out i think it's a great idea man it's fantastic i watched i watched the marvel movies and uh like i don't really retain too much like of the back stuff because i don't i'm not a comic book guy but there is marvel legends on the net on the network on uh, disney plus and it gives you kind of recap of their story. Okay. And the first four episodes were released. They're six minutes each. And it was Wanda, one episode. Vision, one episode. Falcon, one episode. And uh, Winter Soldier, one episode. So, cool. So stuff, people like me, great recap. So definitely check that out. Marvel's Legends, if you want to watch, caught up on what's going on. Because I was kind of lost a little bit. Like, where, do, where, did, no, no, no. where did Vision come from? I know he was Jarvis, but how did he become? And then, then they showed you. I'm like, oh, that's right. Totally forgot about that. Let's see. I, I remember that all. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm not a comic book guy, but I'm really into the, the Marvel movies. So yeah, they did such a good job with them. It, it, I guess it stuck with me that I remembered it. Dude, another cool thing about that show was the fact that like it really tied in like the every, every like um, era of TV that she was in. It all tied with like the the stages of grief. As well. Yeah, well done. Someone pointed that out to me. And I was like, holy fuck! Yeah, there was, a, there was like a chart, flow chart about yeah. that. Yeah, it was cool. And it was an AP article as well talking about like how even tied in with like the pandemic and how we've all been feeling during the pandemic. That's a stretch, but I could also see that too as well. Like they, but WandaVision, of course, they didn't do that on purpose, but like, yeah, how you you view it. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. You're right. Speaking of how you view things, I may have a drinking problem, Mark. Uh, Well, we all know that. And uh, is is it time for intervention? I mean, it's not, I have no problem drinking. It's not, you know, whatever. But when WandaVision and Catherine Hahn were in the sky above the dome fighting each other, all of a sudden these images started appearing. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a martini glass behind her? Like, what, why is there a martini oh, glass? Oh, you have a problem. Yeah. Why is there a, mar- <laughs> why is there a martini glass in the, in the fucking dome? Then I realized, oh, shit, that's what it is. So for like 30 seconds, I was an alcoholic, but it's fine. I'm, I'm good now. No, you're not good now. Listen, this, this is a good time. I'm glad you brought this up. Listen, buddy... We're concerned. Who's we? We're all concerned. Some of me, the audience, Green Man. Green Man's not concerned. He doesn't return my no, phone Green. calls anymore. He doesn't? No, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't care. <laughs> he hits me up all the time. Also, again, I own Green Man, so if you want to be a new Green Man, let me know, because uh, we can use a new Green Man on, on the show. I don't want to be a new Green Man. I'm I, saying I, you. I'm saying somebody else. Maybe somebody He's like, okay. oh, we're a fan of the show. Paint yourself green, go to any shows, you can be in the Green Man. <laughs> I think the actual Green Man might have something to say about that. We'll see. Legally, he has no standing, so it's fine. Do you legally actually have a standing, though? Oh, yeah, man. Yes. Gentleman's agreement. Handshake in front of witnesses and everything. I don't know, man. That's not going to hold him in court. I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> of course he would. Of course. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'm tired, man. It's time for me to hit the hay. Tomorrow's a big day for me. I'm having my cheat meal. I'm going to have Pizza Hut. I'm very excited for that. Of crust? Of crust. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I've been nice. craving it for like months now. I keep on seeing commercials for it. Yeah, me I'm too. Like, oh my yeah. God. Hey, there's a pizza not too far away from here. I'm like, for my cheat meal, I told my wife, like, I, I think I need some Pizza Hut in my life. 
I don't order Domino's or Pizza Hut too often because there's a pizza place right by me. But I order Domino's more often than Pizza Hut. But I will occasionally order from Pizza Hut. I think it was last week. I'm like, I want to get one of those stuffed crust pizzas from Pizza Hut. Let's do this. Right? So I go on the app on my phone, put my address in. The Pizza Hut by me closed down. No. For good or like? Yeah, for good. There's no more fucking Pizza Hut delivers to me. Dude, Pizza Huts are like, it's like a gem now. I remember... When I lived in Long Island, there was there was one not too far from me. They closed. I mean, there, there, there's. Uh, I grew up with that shit, man. It's like a, it's a dying breed. But there's one not too far away from me in Yonkers, still open. I, I need to hit on that while I still can. Yeah. While this, while I still live here. I don't I, remember. Uh, one and only is not going to live here that much longer. I don't know how many people were involved with the uh, book it program in elementary school. Me, but Pizza me. Hut, Pizza Hut was a big partner with that, and that's how I remember. Totally. I always see the Pizza Hut logo. I'm like, oh, I remember in second grade sitting in my classroom getting the Book It coupons for Pizza Hut. Oh, I'm like, oh. Classic. Awesome. I don't know why they keep closing down. There's so much better than Domino's or, P- or P- uh, Papa John's. I don't and know I have, to, I have to stress, we are not sponsored by any of these pizza companies. But Pizza Hut, if you're down, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> Perfect segue, Mark. This episode is brought to you by Little Caesars Pizza. Pizza, pizza. No, no, no. No Little Caesars. No. Have you ever had Little Caesars? By accident. It can't be that bad. It's got to taste taste the same. They all taste the same. No. No, they don't. No, They they all do. They all taste the same. No. Pizza Hut's a little more greasier. Pizza Hut's delicious. So is Domino. Domino's is good too, bro. It depends on the Domino's, honestly. I've had some bad Domino's before. And I've had horrible Papa John's. I have yet to have a good Papa John's, actually. I've never had bad Domino's. And I only had Papa John's once and it was okay. Domino's could be like there was one the one place by uh by BWF. I remember what yeah, it was. Right. After one episode. That was, uh, that, that was like show. the best Domino's I had since college. Yeah, Domino's was good, man. I know like three years ago they changed the recipe and it is it's awesome. I have to say that there's one by me that's absolutely atrocious. It's, it's god off. Really? Domino's? Yeah, it's god off. I'd rather have Elios. Swear to God. I love Elios. So, so, well, I mean, yeah, me too. But <laughs> you know what goes good with Ilios? Jack Daniels. What? <laughs> oh, that's your answer to everything. I should have guessed. <laughs> but again, episode 247 brought to you by Little Caesar's Pizza. Fuck no. Never. I'll quit that show. <laughs> Little Caesar's Pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza. Please get their bacon wrapped Sicilian slices now available oh, at a Little Caesar's awful. near you. That's awful. All right. Well, I've had enough of this. No more loopies. No, no, no more list users. Let me, let me go, go to bed. Call a night. Thank you, Putty, for having me on. Thank you to AJ Pan for being a guest in Hollywood's Corner. Until next week, Schwan is out. I mean, that's that's not your line. So thank you, AJ Pan, for your time. I have been your your favorite actor, Michael J. Putty. Until Whoa, next week. That is definitely not your line. Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody! <laughs>